This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Uh-oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Mike Shope. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> and the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Guess what today is? It's Hump Day. Woohoo! On WGR. Hump Day. Sports Radio 550. Okay, I think I know. I think we should know. I think you probably know. What does day three of the offseason tend to be like or about? Uh, How much of the game they lost are we at versus going forward? Well, for me, I know that there was a little window of time very, very early, like 5 a.m. this morning. Uh, I did manage to fall back asleep, but while I couldn't fall back asleep, I was thinking about plays from the game still, which is weird. That's that, that's very uncommon for me. That's something that will happen on a Sunday night or a Monday night, depending mm-hmm. on what day the game is, but it's usually a, you know the night of the game, the day of the game. I might wake up and be sort of replaying like, man, if they only done this or that. Even for playoffs, maybe. Yeah, even for playoffs. I, you know, I just uh, I'm like a cornerback, Mike. You know, I, I get memory. beat. I gotta get back to work. I just gotta go back to work. I, you know, I preached that to my kid when he was a goalie, and like I, I think that sort of took hold for me uh, in this job in in, in some way. Um, and it's, I think it's also better for your mental health to sort of let those things go. But anyway, that's lingering. Um, I, you know, that could be because we have been talking about it so much, um, but. We do that all the time, like. But I'm still, so I'm, I'm still, you know, tethered. You're, you're taking this to mean that the loss meant more to you than yeah. they usually do. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. And I, I don't know. I, I, I hope I didn't just will that into existence by, by feeling as, as depressed as I did on Sunday night. But I, you know, I'm just being honest. That's, that's still, you know, where my, where some of my thoughts are. Um, I try to think more about what they're going to do to the roster and like moving forward because I think that's interesting and can even be exciting. Um, you know, the project that they have to undertake here to put, you know, put their team on the field for next year. How's it going to look? Who's going to be here? Who's not? All that. I love pouring myself into that, but 
I'm still, um, you know, those thoughts about Sunday are still lingering, I guess, for me. And I'm also just this afternoon, you know, scrolling through Twitter and conference championship previews and injury reports, and it it does sort of, you know, the finality, we, we know they're not playing this week, but as you start to see the preparations for those four teams and those two games start to take shape on a Wednesday before Sunday games, that also is sort of bumming me out. Like It's just like, yep, they're definitely not playing. Like I know they're definitely not playing, but man, I wish they were. And the, so there's, there's still, there's still sadness, uh, disappointment about Sunday. You know, yesterday <laughs> I brought back up the end of the chiefs game and it really did I was really excited about the conversation, you know, not only on the air but on Twitter that continued well into today, has continued into today, and may continue to continue because it was everything, you know. I mean, I I had the thought, and maybe a lot of people did, I think I might have tweeted it during the game at like halftime, just, or I said something, I think I said, just so you know, I don't remember a single thing that happened in the first half of any of these other games with Kansas City. And I doubt the plays you're reliving are from the first half. No. Like, what no. even happened in the first half Yeah, no. There's, on Sunday? There's almost nothing. I don't even remember why the Bills had to settle for a field goal on their first drive. I know they settled for a field goal. I know I watched it. Hmm. But I don't, I don't have like a, oh, that, yeah, that's not one of those plays that I'm lamenting. Like, I don't remember how close they were to actually getting a touchdown there. I could go back and look. I I'm, I haven't. I don't want to say I won't. I mean, I would if I needed to, but whatever. I, I can tell you. Okay. Because it's one thing that I made a, sp- a certain note out of. <laughs> the Bills had third and eight from the nine. And they showed, I think it was Willie Gay before he left the game. They showed two Chiefs players doing this. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's the deflected pass. Deflected pass. Yeah. And they... Didn't rush Allen. Mm-hmm. Four linemen just kind of waited, and somebody knocked the pass down. Right. So then the Bills kicked the field goal, which they made. They made that one. Yeah. Uh, no, it's mostly like the 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 digs drop is is the one for me. Like I I <laughs> that is, that's gonna I I know guys drop passes, but like that for me that was I, I mean it wasn't like we built shows around it, but I said frequently in the run up to this game I worry when a team has a reputation for dropping balls like that that's something that's hurting them and getting them beat. Like I'm not going to bank on that. That feels almost like turnover luck to me. Mm-hmm. And so we come into this game and like I'm you know I'm still seeing stats yesterday and even today like Marquez Velda Scantling um like ball 20 yard or more balls in the air how many catches he made this year on plays like that week one through their wild card game it was like one or maybe zero I can't remember and then he two two two, whatever Sunday no two on Sunday yeah right just okay so there there's that and and who's dropping balls on Sunday it's Stefan Diggs and Trent Shurfield and okay you know well look at that so the the Diggs play is still in my head on a on a loop yeah, that will maybe be like the most uh, unfortunate play from that game to recall. I mean, there's eight and a half minutes left, but still. All the talk about what they did at the two-minute warning where you don't know who would win. You certainly don't know who would win if Diggs makes that catch. Like, there's no. so much time left. Right. 
But um, yeah, I feel like that game. If that play had gone and gone for a score, which is certainly possible, he catches that ball. The defender is falling. If he can control himself there, he probably scores if he catches that ball. And I thought that that might set off a scenario like the 2021 game, where it's just like boom, boom, boom. Like give me three, four more touchdowns after that, or maybe counting that one. So three more in addition to that one. And instead, we got no more points. Yeah, that's right. The Bills held the ball all the way to their missed field goal, and then it was over. Diggs will be the topic of the uh, offseason until something changes or they show up for camp. I mean, he is the topic. Mm-hmm. There'll be plenty of changes with the roster, but people aren't expecting Mike a hide back. You know, you're kind of really, frankly, stuck with Von Miller unless you take a huge cap penalty. People don't expect Gabe Davis back. Like, we could have a conversation about the merits of re-signing Davis or someone else. Um, But I think some of these are pretty, not unanimous, but pretty much, they feel like they've been decided. Um, Diggs, unless you think, which I don't really anymore, I kind of had been settling for it previously, that there's no way to move him. I, I just really don't think you can stop there like there's there there would be a way to do it he's a great player he has been a great player Mm -hmm. um and somebody might want him and be willing to take the the money and you know take the take the chance on him and the bills may have more reason to want to make that move than we know it's easy to speculate Mm -hmm. that things how things look I've, i've heard so many different you know, commentaries about what he has looked like in the last few months. And, I mean, just recognize how much of a guess that is. You really, you see him running around on the field, You know, they throw the ball to him, just hasn't amounted to do as much as it had yeah. been <clears throat> doing. But, you know, he makes a little finger gesture. People look at him on the sideline. He's trying to hype up Allen a couple of weeks ago. There, there's both. It, it, I guess it's whatever you want it to be with him. But I, I think it's risky to assume that he wants to leave. Anytime he's talked about it, you know, he tries to shoot that down. He had a chance to talk on Sunday, and as has happened other times, he chose not to right. take it. Yep. So if the Bills know that they're they're heading to loggerheads with him and they have to make a move, like if they know that privately, um, that's something we don't. So maybe it could happen. Um and that will be that is debatable. Yeah, like, that's not Davis or someone else. Right. Where I, I think we kind of know what's coming. Yeah, I I I think Davis sort of fits in to what I would think is maybe the the strongest argument against expecting something to happen with Diggs, and it's simply that they just do what what are you already even if he's here and happy and you feel comfortable and confident that you can reestablish him with uh with, with you know with, with a remade receiving core to some extent or just whatever a couple of new bodies if that's not remaking the receiving core um that you can you can he's worth it what all of it the money uh like the production equals the money and he isn't a problem uh and whatever whatever you know cryptic tweets get sent out or whatever we think about body language or gestures or whatever like the team likes him the teammates like him Allen likes him we keep going 
I, I think the strongest reason D- Davis they don't have an heir apparent. They, like they'd be they'd be in a situation where as risky as it is to count on a rookie receiver to come in and help spring digs back into prominence. Like that's where we are already. And if you remove him, I mean, good luck to them finding their way to more explosive plays and being pass first like Andy Reid taught me. Sean McDermott, I, I, I just they, they'd be nowhere at wide. It'd be a like Khalil Shakir, and I like Shakir, but holy cow! Andy Reid though did this <laughs> yeah. with Tyreek Hill, and they it did exactly that off a Super Bowl. Well, they won the year they did it right. They last year, yeah, they traded Tyreek Hill and they won anyway. But weren't they coming off like or had they... the Bengals? Oh, okay. No, right. but they'd had they'd won one. They'd won one already. Right. Okay. But you right. took Yeah. I think Hill would have been younger than Diggs now, but you took a arguably the best receiver in the NFL mm-hmm. off a championship level team for draft picks. Right. And they 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 made the same gamble. Right. It's it's different in a few ways, but really it's like here's our number 1 who has been so vital to our success and goodbye. Yeah. Well, you said at the time and I think this still holds true even though they didn't win that year that they'd made the move, they'd made they won after they did it. But having the Super Bowl in the bag makes that, you know, cuz at the same time the Bills were redoing Diggs's contract again probably, right? Mm-hmm. Like committing to him further and like is that a good idea at his age? You'd like to have the flexibility to do what KC's doing. What gives them that flexibility to some extent with their fans even? We've won. We got one already. If we take a step back, and that was what that was what that year was supposed to be for them, and they just went and won it again anyway. And we'll see what this year brings. The Bills don't have that yet. So to go wrecking ball, which to me is what removing your top two receivers would be, assuming Davis leaves, I don't think I would appreciate – somebody could make it, maybe you will – the argument for – divesting yourself of digs however you can do that as conveniently financially as you can make that and keeping davis i I, i'm not interested in that either like the stability of that is the only reason to do it to me not the talent of the player like i would not want to pay the market rate what i expect gave davis market rate to be to keep him if I want to move digs, I, I just I don't think that would be smart for me. Davis really doesn't have to have anything to do with it. Like I would, if I were the Bills, I would have a number for Davis that I'd be willing to pay. I mean, it would have to be this would be fluid because of what else is happening to your roster. But I would have you know already a, a, a basic idea of his importance with or without digs, and could see possibly there being a scenario where I would have him back depending on what kind of interest. If he wants to go to the to market, then maybe that'll be that. But, like, the Chiefs didn't really have – they had Kelsey. Kel- the, the Super Bowl point is really interesting. It's always been interesting. Um, I guess l- let's just stay with that for a second before we get too much in the weeds on, like, the 21 Chiefs. But I said, as you mentioned, it, you've won a Super Bowl already, so you can kind of get away with anything. You can get away with more. You can make a shocking – move like that the chiefs and you know you you have to give them some benefit of the doubt for their success and you know like there were reasons to do it getting all the picks everything like that yeah it's um it's not like you'd be fired if it didn't work because you've already won here is it that different it's different but i think i think we're at a point with digs where there'd be support for it 
Oh, I think that that's right. I, I think that there's there's been a I think a portion of this fan base. Fan, fan, oh my God, I'm so sorry. A portion of this fan base that has been gritting their teeth for three years on Diggs. Well, the the point of the Chiefs comparison, like that Super Bowl point, is you know like there there would have been nobody saw nobody saw that coming. Um, there was no like sort of as far that mattered or was known really any right. sort of like re- campaign. It came out of nowhere. It, it really, came out of nowhere. Really did, yeah, and this is at a point now where the Bills are another year of falling short, and it when you have that those add up and it feels more like you have to do something uh, dramatic. It's not necessarily what they should do, but there'd be more support for like the the Super Bowl point kind of is diminished. Because, like, well, it's five years now, and do you just want to run it back again? And mm-hmm. may- maybe you do, but there'd be more people out there telling you you shouldn't. And so that like, digs. We'll talk to Evan Silva later uh, at four today. He's like, the Bills should get rid of Diggs, you know, just sort of matter-of-factly. I think there are a lot of people who think that right now because the production really tapered off. Another playoff game where you just not only not get much, but then you have the drop on top of that that was a potential game-changing play, if not a game-winning play. And so it kind of looks, I think at least on the surface, like a move that should be considered. And Well, how realistic is it? I've not gotten into the week. I, I know like releasing him even after June 1st is cumbersome. Like It's a couple of years of dead money, but like before June 1st, is almost untenable, right? It's like thirty million dollars, right? You wouldn't need to do that then. I mean, right? There's a there's there's a date coming up in March, mid March, where his salary for March, 2024, March seventeenth, yeah, becomes fully guaranteed. Uh-huh. So there's that, but you could, you know, make a move on him before that to avoid having the guaranteed and de- money and designate, designate as a post June first, right? Yeah. I, I think you can. do I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just know this much that there would be cap penalties like I'm sure there were with Tyreek Hill, but there are going to be those coming for the bills one way or another here, not necessarily to that extent, but you know, maybe the bills are expecting to have some damage that they have to live with Mm -hmm. on the cap. And you know, the cap is the cap, like what you want to do, you're still trying to win a championship. And I think what Kansas City teaches you, and I think um, it's kind of a different point, but I used the Packers yesterday. Like with with Allen, you can try different things at receiver. Here are the Chiefs, one win away from another one. Kelsey exists, but with Rice, and like that's it. I mean, that's really it. Running the ball, the Bills did a lot of that. If it's mm-hmm. Joe Brady, do the Bills want to be that team? How prolific would they think they have to be? Uh, through the air to win the AFC East again and get in position like they were in this year. I mean, the, the Packers, as you know, were so young. Like they're the youngest team ever to win a playoff game. Every one of their receivers had one-year experience in the league at the most, rookies or second-year guys. And, man, they were, they were pretty – they should have beaten San Francisco after beating Dallas. Mm-hmm. Like the, the quarterback hit. And the Bills are already there with their quarterback. So could you justify – you know, you're going to – some sort of hypothetical trade, you might, um, you know, release the tension <laughs> a, yeah. little, a little bit. 
you know, you would be getting younger in different ways, draft capital, new, just, new players. I wonder at his age and the dip in production, I don't know what his reputation is, you know, for being a, one of the, a receiver diva, but I mean, it's been a thing. It's been, it's been enough of a talking point here uh, that may, maybe that matters. I, I just, you know, the Tyreek Hill trade is really nice, but you you already said it, like that he's a, a younger player, peak of his career. Diggs is not, I don't think, anymore at the peak of his career. be hard to argue that right now. So like, I wonder even what, obviously unloading him is the key is the key part of the deal. But you got it's got to be worth your while in some way, and I just don't know what that is anymore. It's different from Tyreek in age. But it's also different in that once Miami, as it turned out, traded for him, they paid him. Like that was what was going to have to be next. You're you're trading for you're giving up all those picks and you're making the financial commitment that they made to him when doing it because of the age difference. Whereas here, you would not have to do that probably. But you would have to sign up for what he's making already. Right. Whatever it is, like two years mm-hmm. where it's real it's real money, but I don't think you have to extend him. If you trade, you know, whatever draft picks for digs, I, I, I don't have it right now. Like what the trade could look like. I just think it's probably worth discussing. Mm-hmm. And I think there'll be lots of fans who will, will like the idea with how mm-hmm. this, how this season went and also how it ended. Um, and I think that makes him, he already kind of was or is, but it, it kind of makes him the number one yeah. story as the offseason starts. I, I feel like, I mean, we'll see where the conversation goes and how much we we learn about, you know, the financial parts of it. You know, like, you know, what 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 are the penalties? You know, what are the benefits? Um, I feel like I'm, I'm going to be a hard sell. E- even though I'm really down. I mean, I'm as down on him as I've ever been. That, that drop, that drop. I, I, you know, I, I said something like, like I, I, I feel like I want to mention it every segment of every show until I am tired of it. Um, and, and I mean, I'm exaggerating, but that was massive. It's keeping you up. It is. Keeping, you already it's said keeping it's keeping you me up. up. So, you but, be but alone. E- even with that said, I'm gonna have a hard time seeing how, e- e- even if he's uh, as uneven as he's been. Like, I don't know if I should expect the bottom to just fall out. Again next year. I mean, if that's the case, oh my God, run! Your house is on fire. Get out! Um, but I'm not. I'm not there, uh, and I'm trying to. Start, they have so many financial challenges already, and this would be more. I mean, you 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 save some, but you're you're also you know paying to not have a guy here, and who am I putting at receiver? Like, yet yeah, the Packers. That's a nice story for the Packers. They've hit on some guys. Can I be that lucky? Like I'm going to draft two receivers in April, maybe even even without this dig situation. Am I going to hit on them both? Are they going to be ready to play and the, help me right away? The key to that, really, it, it, the player, yes, but the co- the staff, the scheme. I mean, that's the, the Green Bay coach. Maybe is really good, and those guys were not all high picks. Like right, Reed was maybe second round, but Bo Melton and Dontavian Wicks and even Dobbs the year before were not. Those are day three. I believe in all cases, so they're op- they're able to get open, and that's the coach's credit as well as theirs and yeah. the quarterbacks. And you have it. Watson might be the highest pick of the bunch, right? Definitely was the highest pick. Yeah, yeah. early second. Yeah, Watson two years, and he barely played. He was hurt all year, and they they did all that without him, mostly without him. Two, two tight ends. They drafted two tight ends in this draft. The Bills, I think, have two tight ends. 
I guess that's right. That you could, you know, yeah. you have to have Kincaid, if not also Knox, also under a kind of a big contract, like principal in your offense next year. Work for Green Bay. That's probably better. Well, I don't know. I don't need to get lost in a Green Bay comp. Uh, Trista Crick coming up. Evan Sil- Rescheduled from yesterday. Evan Silva as well. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. Thanks for being with us. This is WGR. Steph can still play. I'm sure he would love to have that deep ball again. He'd be the first to tell you. He's super competitive. He's going to... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Work is tail off this offseason, and I know there's various reasons or questions on this or his production all that, but I still see Steph as the number one receiver. Brandon Bean, yesterday, right to the end of the season press conferences, still not even 72 hours ago, this game, just in the parking lot, wherever, super hyped, is this the year, uh, just ends so abruptly. I keep saying it, and it's not even interesting, but just taken by how yep. sudden. We're uh, we're reeling. It is. I think is what we are. We uh, also, for the second year in a row, we're graced by Trista Crick's presence here in Western New York the night before the Bills and the playoffs, and as it happens, uh, and now losses. She can, and now she can never come back. <laughs> the host of BetMGM Tonight, Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Well, Trista, in your defense, apparently you didn't make it to the stadium. Yeah, I went to uh, Betty's and uh, was trying to get some breakfast. Long line at Betty's. I think it was like a 35-minute wait. And I felt fine. Everything was okay. And then all of a sudden, I needed to strip off all my layers. And my face started to sweat. Started to feel that weird thing behind the back of your ears. 
And I'm like, oh, no, this is not good. And just just threw up all over the restaurant. Just could not. Oh, no. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm going to need to probably go uh, and uh, take an Uber back, which is only about a mile from the hotel. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, it's probably not good for me to eat any of this stuff. I'm going to probably get some Ritz crackers or saltine. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I watched the games from the hotel. Pretty sad. Very, yeah. very sad circumstance. Eight hours just to see you guys. All all the while waiting to get Irish goodbye by Mike Shope. <laughs> <laughs> I That was not what that was. I did I did wave to you. You you did know I was leaving. We were out the door. You did, you did know we were leaving. It's not exactly like it I just like, wasn't there. It was like a, we'll call it like a, a Welsh goodbye then. <laughs> yes, my son had a had an appointment that he needed to get to. That's why we left. You, you couldn't just come right back because there was the, uh, we were still there. I guess I couldn't could have. Yeah. Maybe made an appearance. Also, you were quite quiet. Really? Fine. I, like me and yeah, you were. Me and Bulldog had a great time. We had a, we had a great time. We got to know each other quite well. Which, you know, 365 days ago was not the case. I think at that point, Bulldog thought I didn't like him. So now he knows I like him quite a bit, maybe more than you. Oh, didn't I, didn't <laughs> I give you the whole bet? I, I don't think I did. I think I, I might have told some friend, other friends. Uh, th- th- I, I had my reasons. I, I'll share with you the next time we get together, if you, if you still care, uh, why I, I, why I did lo- not come I think the last you're time. you're lovely. Well, thank you. You as well. I I was I enjoyed meeting you and your friend uh, that traveled with you, and it was a fun night. And it just you know it, it, it helped get me through a very what was a very tense week, and it would have been a very tense Saturday night because I was really yeah. wound up about this football game. And as it turns out, rightly so, because uh, you know it did not it did not turn out the way that we wanted. Didn't it to turn Bulldog out. also win a big parlay with you? Yeah, huge forty six. 47 to 1, something like that. That's nice. Yep. I think he won like $850. It was just a, an incredible hit. I've never been so happy to watch somebody else win money to that degree when I was losing. It was just an incredible <laughs> And it was one of those deals where I, I, I'm not sure when I got your attention about it. I think it was as soon as I realized, Mike, you had already left. I wasn't. That's, a, that's hard to like, believe. Like, I, I, you know, I, I put a few hockey bets in early in the day. And I didn't wasn't thinking. You know, we're watching football. We're hanging out, and I just wasn't thinking about monitoring the bets. So by the time I went to look at it, I already had net gotten three of the four pieces of it, and and the fourth one was the Blues and minus one and a half at a healthy number, and they were up two nothing with like four minutes to go. So we just sat there and stared at my phone for like waiting for that number to tick down because I didn't think I was going to have any luck getting them to find the Blues game on the TVs no. while the football was happening. So we just rode that out, and it was, uh, You yeah, don't want that anyway. Nice. That's bad luck. Right, sure. Don't right. put the game on to right. see if you can close the deal there. So it was a very pleasant surprise. Like, there was about three minutes of us going, oh, we're going to get it, we're going to get it. Oh, they got a third goal, yeah! TK Pucks. That was it, yeah. Just the mere presence Perfect. of TK Pucks. And it was great. I felt like I was good luck in some way. And, right. uh, and then exactly everything that we thought and we talked about would happen, happened. Uh, with the Bills, which I was furious. I almost called in after the game, but <laughs> as you might imagine, it was a lot of busy signals. Yes. So could not get <laughs> We noticed, get yes. <laughs> I had a lot to say, but I figured it was best that, that the true pained fans get through and not me. So I didn't want to get any special treatment, but boy, oh boy, was I livid. 
I, what? I, it had all the makings to me of, and I know you guys are probably done talking about it, maybe not, but it had all the makings of everything that you would want, which is like just whoever has the ball last and can get it to the, the point of time expiring. And, okay, these long – and I thought it was great, actually, the Bills having these long, sustained eight-minute drives. I was like, this is perfect. All you need is to just wind the clock down. And Josh was had a nearly perfect game, and I thought he was doing a great job of managing the game, using his legs and taking what was given to him by the defense. And then, and then all of a sudden he just decided, no, I'm going to take two deep shots to the end zone when Stephon Diggs was wide open on second and nine. I'm like – Holy hell, what what is happening right now? Well, I didn't know that that's really where you were going when you started to talk there, but that's exactly what I've been talking about for three days now is just like I I understand the throw to the end zone and I mean he was open and all of that, but I just think there was a better idea. And I think had that been realized, because this is my bias showing, had that been realized, because I think it was a better idea. During the two-minute warning, I mean, he would have been looking for digs, if not running himself on that play, but well, yeah. that's not what we well, got. And think about this, too. Like, even if even if the end zone's wide open, even if you've got the perfect throw, you're not off your back, back foot across the body type stuff, like, e- either way, like, no matter what, you're still giving Mahomes two minutes, mm-hmm. two minutes and ten seconds to go down and score, and you've shown no indication that you can stop the Chiefs really in any way except for what one one time that they had to punt and then the the fluky fumble into the end zone so like they they went down like a hot knife through butter pretty much every single time and you knew that was what was going to be the end result probably either a, a roughing the passer call or something to <laughs> to let them get <laughs> to let them get further down the field and then crush you either with a field goal or what, whatever you knew that was going to happen so you needed to drain every second off the clock that you had. Just quick little two, three-yard throws is what they should have been dialing up, a little Josh Allen running. Who cares how much time runs off the clock? We want all the time to right. run off the clock. Well, sure. Yeah, I, 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 we've been talking about, like Mike said, we have been talking about this, I don't, not exclusively, but you know, on and off for three days. Um, it's hard to score, though. Like, I, so we want them to score, but we want them to score exactly from the script that we have in our heads that would run the clock out. And like, I, I know that's optimal. I would love that too. I can defend going to the end zone. You got your guy, and it's still going to be a touchdown now, assuming you make the extra point, which might be assuming quite a bit, considering how that forty-four yard field goal looked. Um, I don't know, eleven yards difference maybe makes a big difference for Tyler Bass in that scenario for the extra point. Anyway, plus he kicks from the other hash mark, I right? Think, so. I um like I, he's got his guy there, and you know I know I'm not guaranteed to win because Patrick Mahomes is on the other sideline, but I, I I think I would take the points if I can get them, and he had them. It just you know Chris Jones and Deion Dawkins, and here we are. Yeah, and I I thought in general Stephon Diggs was was terrible. You know, like it's, the last drive was obviously not optimal, but what do you have? Two catches on eight targets. I think that's what it was. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, the drop the drop on the long one at the outset of that drive. Trista, I felt like if they hit that, he probably scores. 
on that. Yeah. And that pr- I think that very well could have set off a scenario where there's three more touchdowns in the game after that. Because that's the beginning of that eight-minute drive. And so there's you know seven-plus minutes left, and it's the Bills and the Chiefs, and it's 2021 all over again, where you had three right. touchdowns after the two-minute warning. No, I, I 100% agree. And there was another... There was another drive earlier, like pretty early on in the game, where Diggs had it and he just dropped it or it went through his hands and it mm-hmm. was a, a perfectly fine dot. And and then that ended up being either no points or three points. I think it was no points. So, I mean, it really should have been, I mean, for all that we're talking about, the game probably should have been further out of reach than it was. Um, there was all, all the breaks, I think, went Buffalo's way except for the fact that they just couldn't really defend Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> right. With Trist- know, like, but all the 50-50 balls. With Trista Crick. Trista, what happened in Milwaukee? Man, okay, so that was going to happen, right? Adrian Griffin, the rookie head coach, was hired. Let's go all the way back to when Budenholzer was fired. So Budenholzer fired because they just can't get there. He ends up giving the ball to Grayson Allen, to, to win the game, and they end up going home. Giannis says it wasn't a failure of a season, right. and you kind of knew that Budenholzer was going to be fired. You just knew. He was going to be fired if they didn't win the title that year that they did in 2021. So that was happening. Giannis specifically told the ownership and management, I don't want Nick Nurse. So Adrian Griffin was working under Nick Nurse, so he was fine with him. I don't know why he was fine with him, but he was. And so they select him. Terry Stotts was the assistant there before Dame even got traded. Dame gets traded. His former head coach is there to sort of solidify the offense to get it to a place where Dame and Giannis can coexist. And then before the season even starts, Adrian Griffin, you know how it is when a new head coach wants to assert their dominance. They're maybe insecure. And so when they have somebody who's got more tenure that's below them, they want everyone to know what the real hierarchy is, which is the biggest red flag that you could probably see. Terry Stotts leaves, quits before the season begins because they get into a screaming match at a shoot-around where Adrian Griffin's screaming at Terry Stotts to come back and talk to him when he's trying to defuse the situation. So now Damian Lillard's head coach that he's only known outside of Chauncey Billups for nine years of his career is gone. Mm-hmm. The defense does not match the personnel. It's a mess from day one. They stage a coup, a defensive coup. Adrian Griffin has to capitulate and tells everybody, hey, they basically said, no, we can't run your BS defense. Still isn't good. Giannis and Dame still haven't found a way to coexist, and Adrian Griffin is largely ass. So they hire Doc Rivers, who's like basically – Budenholzer 2.0, right? But for longer, he's been doing this since LA when he was with the Clippers. So he's one of the most mediocre coaches that you're ever going to find. He comes on, he's working for ESPN. He's an informal consultant. And along the way, which I thought was weird when it was happening, and I didn't know that Doc Rivers was consulting with the Bucks. he was going on Bill Simmons podcast. He was on ESPN, just throwing Adrian Griffin's coaching abilities under the bus. So he's there as a consultant to help developed Adrian Griffin as a new coach, meanwhile being maybe the snakiest little finger that you would ever see, undermining his position and whispering in the back about how he's not qualified to be the coach and is set up 
to be the head coach before they even fire him. It's one of the most outrageous things I've I've ever seen. And we know that, you know, this is sports and so there's, you know, Game of Thrones stuff happening all the time, but not this blatant and not under the guise of, you know, trying to help someone and not using your position in the media to get what you needed done, right? He he basically used his position at ESPN to create a guillotine uh, and put Adrian Griffin's neck right underneath it. Well uh, laid out. I didn't know. I didn't know uh, really any of that. So very good. By the way, uh, Trista, back on brand here. I have a free. I'm told I have a free FanDuel bet of twenty five dollars to use mm. as long as it's a basketball bet. Oh, okay. I can, let me go to my bets and, and give you something. <laughs> you can t- just text me if, if it's easier later. It's fine. It doesn't have to be right now. Well, you three days. To say I like Cavs. Needless to say, I like Cavs plus seven. Cavs plus seven against Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, I, Joe Prunty, the interim coach, he was the interim last year as well. I don't see it becoming some sort of dominant team overnight. I don't think there's going to be a dead cat bounce. And Cleveland's playing really good basketball without Evan Mobley and without Darius Garland. So seven points, even in Milwaukee, I like that a lot. Giannis has a shoulder thing too, but he's maybe fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think he'll be fine. But I, I like the Cavs. Cavs might win that game. Are you fine after Sunday's? No, unfortunate? Not, not yet. I don't know if you guys can tell, but no, not yet. I'm, I'm. I think I have. I got the stomach flu, or maybe I got food poisoning. But food poisoning doesn't last four days. I haven't been to work yet, guys. Like you guys are the first work I've done since Friday. I'll be back probably tomorrow, but I've been very queasy. That's too bad. Very well, we appreciate you, uh, you know, getting it, uh, get, getting, getting well enough to do this with us. So that's not. But sorry to hear I that you're for, struggling. I actually forgot that I had, had this plan, but I'm happy to do it. <laughs> okay. That's how. That's how out of it I've been. Yeah. It's been, uh, been a journey. You know, driving back after you know eight hours after throwing up, just not, not ideal. No, that is that is bad when you're traveling when you're sick. That is not oh, good. God. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Though, very nice. I'm going to have to shout out Ellicott's bill. Really cool. Oh, yeah. Not during the summer. Very nice. Very popular. Very popular. Trendy. Oh, I could see why. Cool people very only. Very trendy. You could tell. They're yeah. kind of hipster. Cool people only. Welcome to Ellicottville. Um, thank you, Trista. Feel better. Love you guys. The host of BetMGM Tonight, Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. I was probably I probably came off quiet because Bulldog had never met her, and Sal is there. You know, Sal's every everybody <laughs> involved with everybody, and like I don't know, I didn't want to feel like it was a competition. I wasn't interested in that. So, uh, and I had my 14-year-old son with me in a crowded, loud, crowded bar. That That's maybe the biggest, uh, I think, uh, contributing factor. Just, Plus, you know, I, I, was, I, I, got, I was the first one there, and then Trista and her friend, I think, were the second and third people to show up. Ended up being like a group of 15 to 20. I don't even know how many people were there. So we had, you know, seats right next to one another. So I sort of had her embargoed. <laughs> Very well. Uh, <laughs> yes. Evan Silva coming up just after four, about 15 minutes from now. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, welcome back. We are into uh, just beginning our, our trek into off-season mode here while not uh, completely letting go of Sunday's season-ending Bills loss. But uh, I do have the... List at SpotTrack.com of the upcoming wide receivers and running backs. The running back list, I mean, I guess this is just sort of because it's names, but the running back list, guys going to UFA status, is pretty awesome. I mean, that's a whole other conversation right. about their, their value. How many of them will be on teams when training camps begin? Like Saquon Barkley. Three quarters of them, maybe. Like 25% of them will be like, I didn't get what I wanted. Like Fournette. Right. Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard is a UFA. I don't think he had a great year. Tons of chances, great offense. Didn't look great. Eckler. Yeah, Eckler did this dance last offseason. Yeah, he wanted to be somewhere else and get an extension, and he didn't. Right. And he played out his deal, but he didn't have a very no. efficient season at all either. None of these guys I just mentioned did. Josh Jacobs was awesome two years ago, got a franchise tag from the Raiders. This year didn't really happen, ended the season injured. Well, DeAndre Swift, Philadelphia, UFA, they, they traded a low draft pick to the Lions to get him, and I don't know, all right. So receivers, though, like I've heard already a little bit of just how good the list is. Eh, Okay, Mike Evans is interesting. Michael Pittman will be interesting. T. Higgins, of course, Mm -hmm. will be interesting. Davis rates on this, I think. One guy I'd be interested in talking about is Hollywood Brown here. Speed. He's had injuries. He had a very tough year with injuries for uh, Arizona, but fast and skilled. Um, Wonder what kind of market there will be for him. That's – if it's – maybe it's the injuries – I I I feel like 
I'm not a fan of him, his game. I, I don't know. It might just be that he just – I haven't seen him enough and he's been hurt too much. Um, and that, that doesn't have to be like a final destination, like a final outcome for him. But that's not boy, that's not a guy that I, I think real highly of. I think I could talk you into him. I feel like some of the negatives toward Brown are a little bit circumstantial. He had a game against Detroit when he played for the Ravens where he dropped everything. Like the, the Ravens mm-hmm. won the game on a 66-yard field goal, but he had like five huge drops in the game, I think literally that many. He gets traded, and that is not a great look. I mean, the same thing happened to A.J. Brown the same night, mm-hmm. and he has done awesome for the Eagles. But, you know, why would a team be done with the guy and in Arizona this year was definitely an injury year. He was playing I this cost me it somewhat in fantasy. He was playing through injuries and just not getting targeted mm-hmm. and you know, it was Arizona. So um I don't know, maybe it'll end up being that you talk me out of him, but I, I like him. And so those are a few names of uh free agents to be wide receiver position in the NFL. Let's take a break. Evan Silva of Establish the Run, he'll tell us what he thinks of the Bills at this stage, what to do about Stephon Diggs, and more. We'll talk playoffs here, the championship games as well with Evan. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, back after this here on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.